Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Unprofessional Experts. We took a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back. Um, hopefully, we'll get back to a more consistent schedule than what we were using because uh, we were kind of stopped what we were doing. But we're back, hopefully getting back on schedule. And uh, what do we got today, Jeremy? Well, today, you know, um, you know, the draft happened about a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago now, honestly. Um, and we're kind of just going to go back. We're going to go through kind of grade what we thought that their what every team draft how they did and kind of give projections on uh what they're how the season's going to pan out so all right sounds good to me so uh let's get into it okay. so, i guess we'll go we're going to go ahead and do it we're going to do it um in alphabetical order just so you guys know so we'll go ahead and start with arizona here yes Ari Arizona had the number four pick in the first round, and they took Isaiah Simpson. And I think that is – that's a stud of a pick, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could definitely see that he's, a stud. Yeah, and the team needed a linebacker, which he's definitely going to fill that. Probably going to be a day one starter. Um, just an absolute beast out there at Clemson. He's definitely going to help the team. But uh, everyone knows that about him already, so we're just going to start looking to see what else they got in this yeah. the draft um yeah. their next pick was in the third round or i said did i pick did i say fourth round pick arizona had i lied no, arizona you said, you said, you said first round I, I know but i think i said arizona had the fourth the fourth overall pick right, arizona right. had the eighth overall pick i apologize for that um with the third pick with their third round pick man i cannot speak already today <laughs> um arizona went with josh jones now i don't know a whole lot about josh jones I'm not going to lie to you, but just doing a little bit of reading, team captain, four-year starter at left tackle, I mean, those are already impressive. <laughs> yeah, those are those alone, especially being a team captain and a four-year starter. Um, yeah, that means he would start as a... Give him, give him a little bit of the leadership aspect, and hopefully... Hopefully... Uh, it won't go to his head. Yeah, hopefully he's out there to protect Kyler Murray a little more, because I know he got hit. Kyler Murray got hit quite a few times, if I remember right, last season. So yeah, if, honestly, Arizona in general, I think if they, as long as they can keep uh, Kyler Murray protected, dude, they're Kyler Murray's gonna be a stud. Pretty, they're looking pretty good, especially with the uh, their pickups this year too in free agency. Yeah, yeah, and the trade they made that we don't want to yeah, get into. Hopkins, yeah. <laughs> So the fourth-round pick that Arizona had was a defensive tackle out of Utah named Lecky Fotu, in case you didn't know that. And, uh, again. He's got some looking hair. He looks like he's from, looking from, like, Hawaii or something. Uh, I see. He's got some, uh, I don't, don't want to say Samoan, but very Samoan-like hair going on there. Um, he's, he's a good run stopper from what I've kind of looked up on him. He can yeah. get up right in the middle, get in their faces. Um, their next pick, they traded for Houston, which we all know that trade, and, uh, got another defensive tackle. I'll say another defensive tackle, Rashad, uh, how's, how do you say it? Rashad Lawrence, Lawrence from Clemson, and, uh, Big everyone. Big time captain, which is pretty good, average right. size and speed, good length, big hands. I'll say, um, I, I will say this, everyone knows what Clemson did, and I remember watching him a few times, and he yeah. was he was very good on the defensive line. He was he kind of ran the defense through him. He was kind of like, hey, I'm gonna run this defense, and that's how this is gonna go, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, very stud, studly player. Very good. I liked watching him. He was fun. Um, fourth round, I think he was a steal, honestly. I think he probably could have gone third round, in my opinion. But I can see that. I'm an unprofessional, so I don't know what I'm saying here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number yeah, right. six pick was an inside linebacker, Evan Weaver from California. Um, I don't even know if I've ever seen tape on this guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, no, he, I haven't. <laughs> I'm say, gonna lie. He, he's a he's a pretty decent sized dude though, six two, two thirty seven. Um, I think he had a pretty good combine if I remember right. He was pretty quick. Um. Looking on here, it looks like he's got a lot of um, special abilities that'll help him develop as a, a core special teams player. So. And then uh, their final pickup was a running back, Eno Benjamin from Arizona State. So staying in Arizona, this guy just can't get out of that hot state, can he? <laughs> but another hole that they filled, I think, um, overall, I think Arizona did a really good job at filling holes. I think so. Yeah, they had. I definitely think so. You know, they needed to address the offensive line. They needed some new defensemen inside, outside, defensive tackle, a new running back now, obviously. Um, the only thing they probably could they could have grabbed if they had if there was someone there that they had liked was a wideout. But um, otherwise, I think they did a pretty solid draw, a pretty solid uh, job with what they had. And uh, I'm, do you want to hand out the first letter grade, or you want me to hand it out? I'll let you hand it out. You want me to hand it out? Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and say A minus. Um, I think they did very, like I said, I think they did a great job at filling holes. Um, Isaiah Simpson is a stud. I liked watching him at Clemson because I was a big Trevor Lawrence fan. So I liked watching him at Clemson. Uh, Rashad Lawrence from LSU is gonna be a defensive mastermind up there. I'm pretty sure in the future. Um, and just filling holes. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give him an A minus. Yeah, I think I think I can. I can agree with you there as far as it being an A minus. They did, they really did a good job of, like you were saying, um, filling the holes and all that stuff and getting who they wanted. So yeah. I say that. Um, the f that you go ahead. I was gonna say I think now I think so. Last year in twenty nineteen they went five ten and one. Are we doing records this time, or are we wait until thirty two teams in thirty two days? I mean, I mean we we could wait. I think we can wait. All right. Well, okay. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait on it. <laughs> we'll wait. Oh wait. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to Atlanta. Yeah, and before we move on, we should probably talk about what we're grading teams on. For me, like the number one thing is team needs. What what does your team need, and who did you grab when you had the chance? So like, say you needed a quarterback, but there wasn't a great quarterback available, and the next best guy was supposed to go like three rounds later. Did you grab a quarterback and reach, or did you wait? You know, um, did you need a wideout and did you grab a quarterback? So for me, it's kind of like, did you fill the holes? Um, did you? draft kind of the best guy at the time I would say, did you fill the holes did you reach did you you think that they're going to be yeah like a day one starter overall going to be this awesome player or stuff yeah. like that so. yeah basically so all right moving on to the next team though the atlanta falcons they had pick number 16 in the first round and they grabbed aj terrell like corner from clemson and uh again i watched clemson play quite a bit this year because trevor lawrence but uh i remember aj being pretty dominant out there i don't think he met let very many passes get past him um he was very quick very just was able to navigate the field very well and was able to close a lot of gaps really easily um going and moving on uh their second round pick was maryland davis a defensive tackle from auburn um he's built like a tackle dude's big uh 6'3 303 pounds Oh, yeah, you, uh, you want that as a yeah, 
I'll say like if I will be big man. I say if I'm a quarterback, I don't want that landing on top of me. Like that's all I can say. If I see that big dude coming at me, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> I think this is. I think this is a really good pick for them. Uh, I'm just kind of reading up on him. He's got some really violent hands. He can really get off the block. Mm-hmm. Um, get in the get in the quarterback's face. Put a lot of pressure on them. So. Yeah, I'll say good defensive tackle. All right, you want to go ahead and grab round three? Yeah. So it looks like round three. Uh, they had a, they drafted a center from Temple. It's, oh, wait, no, where is he from? Yep, Temple. Yeah, Temple. You can read, you're doing great. Um, let's go look here. He's I mean, quick. He, he, yeah. he, he gets, he he's gets quick. up quick. Um. He does have a lot of quickness. He's, he's another big dude. It seems like Atlanta went towards this big dude sort of mentality, and that's definitely what he offers. They did, because I'm thinking. Six four three zero seven. Is Atlanta's kind of in a win now mode, especially after going to the Super Bowl, getting twenty eight to three. As we all know, oof. They're kind of in a win now mode, so they're gonna try and protect Matt Ryan at all costs. Oh yeah, and they've got they've got a brand new running back there now too, exactly. and Todd Gurley. They're gonna have to make sure they can get holes for him. As, as long as Todd Gurley can stay healthy, because I know last year he was dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that with the, when we actually talk about deep Atlanta talks. Um, <laughs> so Atlanta had two fourth-round picks. Uh, Michael Walker, inside linebacker from Fresno State, and Jalen Hawkins from California, strong uh, safety. And uh, Hawkins was a three-year starter. Um, he was a good run-stopper, was able to really diagnose plays pretty well. Um, he, he does get a little bit grabby in pass coverage he kind of like puts his hands up a little bit too much draws a little bit too many fouls uh you'd like to see him take those off but that's just something obviously he's got to work on um had 10 picks in the past three seasons so not terrible numbers but you, you want to see him maybe jump that up a little bit uh do you want to talk yeah. about walker over here yeah uh so he's got some good speed and length and um he's a can run he's got a lot of range in his run and stuff like that above average tackler um he can, looks like he's got some good blocking in him too, mm. um, especially with the run and stuff. Got a good wear, a good awareness stuff. Can get to the quarterback if need be. Um, really versatile player, I would say. Um, well, I mean, he's definitely going to be. He looks like he's going to have an impact on special teams. Definitely being a good blocker for the yeah. guy bringing it up. So uh, that's like your third. That's your second player already that's been special teams. So you want to go ahead and take what the uh, Atlanta seventh round pick was. Talking about special teams. Oh. Hunters, bro. <laughs> Hunters are people too. Hunters exactly. deserve love. Pat McAfee once said it. <laughs> Pat McAfee, he's basically the, he can, he's the best punter. <laughs> All right, we're not getting into that. We're not getting. We're not getting into that today. He's the seventh round from Syracuse, a punter. Um, he's got smaller hands, but above average leg strength. You know, um, he has kicked field goals before. It looks like, but um, it's definitely gonna know. be interesting. Um. By the way, his name is Sterling Hoffrister, since Jeremy didn't want to say his name. But uh, <laughs> I will say this, Atlanta's going to be in a tough division this year. Atlanta's got they New Orleans be. and Tampa. So if they want in, I'm going to say Atlanta's going to need a wild card spot to get in. But that stuff we'll save for later. Um, overall, you go ahead and hand out the first le- this letter grade. I, I went out the last one. You go ahead and hit this one up. I think, I think I'm going to have to maybe go with a – Maybe a B minus. Okay, I was they got, a cu- they got a couple good pickups, but I, 
I feel like they could have gotten a little bit more protection for Matt Ryan, um, a little bit more help on the defensive side. Well, they could always move Matt Hennessy over to an offensive guard position or their current center over there if they That's needed true. to, you know, make him learn something a little bit new. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty close to you. I'm saying B minus. There's a lot more holes that something they need to fill. They need some They need some sort of pass rusher still. Um, they yeah. need someone on the outside who can pass rush as well. Uh, pass rushing, run stopping, they need both of those. Um and then, like I said, maybe, like you even said, offensive guard, maybe. It's because it's going to be kind of hard moving a center from center position to a guard spot. So that's going to be kind of a kind of a rough one. But, I mean, C minus, B minus, or C plus, B minus, somewhere in there. <laughs> My bad. All right. Moving on. Baltimore. Number 28 overall was Patrick Queen, an inside linebacker from LSU. And uh, he's he he's got some stamina. He's got a guy that can go out there and he can he can be on every down if you ask him to. He's, yeah, he's he's he's, he's going to bring a lot of energy to that defense to that team. Yeah. Um, going to be able to be that not necessarily a ball hawk, but you know. Yeah, hope I'll keep say an eye on the ball, help control the defense. He's kinda. he's he was very good at making sure that um the offense the. He was very good at recognizing plays, so if you needed him to pass rush, he he was good. He wasn't amazing. He was good, but he was really good at stopping runs. He could sniff out a run and be halfway across the field, you know. Oh, yeah. He was he was very good. Um, Man, they had a lot of picks. Uh, just going to go through this real quick. J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State running back, and then uh, Justin Madabuki? Madbook, Madbook, <laughs> defensive tackle from Texas A&M, Devin Dunbury from Texas, wide receiver, uh, Malik Harrison, inside linebacker from Ohio State, Tyrese Phillips, Mississippi State offensive tackle, Ben Brenson from Michigan, offensive guard, Bendrick Washington Jr., Texas Tech defensive tackle, James Porsche, SMU, wide receiver, and Geno Stone, Iowa safety. So, Wow, that was a lot. A lot, lot. Of I was a lot of that was That's how many picks they made, did they, they made have? A lot of two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten picks. They had ten, ten picks. picks. That's a lot. Which is pretty crazy, especially because they had three, a fourteen four, and two three, season. Four three rounders. Yeah. And but they got, they got. I think they filled a lot of their. Oh yeah, they. Uh, a lot they, of their needs and stuff. They got some offensive guards that can help move a little bit with uh, the quarterback out there. Um, oh yeah. So they got some guards that can help move around. They're pretty quick on their feet, from what I've seen. Um, I remember watching Brenson when they played against uh, Michigan State, and uh, he he did he did a really good job. Um, he needs to get a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit longer in the arms if he can. You know, I don't think he can really do that anymore at this point in his life. But you know, um, six five, three hundred fifteen pounds, and six five, three hundred thirty one pounds. So really big guys that are just gonna go out there and make sure Lamar Jackson doesn't get knocked down or if he starts scrambling, just try and keep up with them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I only hole I... Gonna, you, you go ahead. What I was going to say, I think overall I'm going to have to give them... I probably have to give them an A, to be honest. I was, I was thinking I was thinking A minus A. Um, I like how they drafted a lot of defensive tackles, which I know one of their big holes was a defensive end, a guy who can get on the outside and rush, but they got... Two defensive tackles who are really good pass rushers. You know, Justin Metabuki, Metabuki, I don't know how to say his name. In the third round, he's a pretty decent pass rusher. So hopefully get him on the end and let him just run around and beat those one-on-ones. Yeah. 
excuse me. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and stick right there with you. I'm gonna go ahead and say A. The uh, Baltimore had a really good draft, especially. Be a lot. I think a lot of people are gonna be kind of fighting for spots. Yeah. Um, kind of help put the put the. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of. Returning veterans kind of help put them over the edge, get that extra little kicker, maybe even have the new faces come in and show up and. Yeah, I'll say I'm excited. It's gonna be very interesting, but uh, I definitely think this is. This is a team that went 14 and two last year, dog, and they're they had a really good draft too. <laughs> exactly. And what yeah. what's crazy is they have all these draft picks, but not half of them are going to start because just how good that team already is. So, um, yeah, that team's going to be fun to watch next year. Moving on, Buffalo. They did not have a first round pick. They had a second round pick though, and they grabbed AJ Espinosa. Espinosa. Espinosa, yeah, <laughs> Espinosa from Iowa, defensive end, and then they grab Zach Moss, running back from Utah, Gabriel Davis from US, UCF, wide receiver, Jake Fromm, quarterback from Georgia, Tyler Bass from Ge from Georgia Southern, he's a uh, PK punter kicker, uh, Isaiah Hodge, off Oregon State, wide receiver, and Dane Jackson from Pittsburgh, the corner. Um, Buffalo went really weird in the fifth round. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't really yeah. expecting them to go with Jake Fromm. Um, they just – I understand why they did. Don't get me wrong. I understand why they did because you always have to have a backup because, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. But, um, but at the same time, I'm I'm thinking they – not 100%, but they drafted Jake Fromm. Just kind of put Josh Allen over that top because he's been pretty – I see, he was he's been doing pretty good at Buffalo. He's gotten, to the, the, he's gotten his team to the playoffs the last two years, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, hopefully this will he give... Should have beat Tex the Texans last year, I'm just saying. <laughs> hopefully this will give... Uh, hopefully we've got to give him a little bit of bump, and Jake Fromm can be just be like that motivator for him, for Josh Allen. Yeah. Um. Good good defensive end in AJ Espinosa from oh, Iowa. Yeah. Just a big dude, you know, really strong, and uh, just... Make sure that there's no off, there's no wider, no running back. I apologize. Running to that outside because he's gonna set that edge and make sure you're not going anywhere, bud. <laughs> uh, good pass rusher too. But um, Buffalo had a pretty good draft. I would have liked to see them take some sort of uh, offensive lineman or yeah. even a linebacker because I know those are one things they're kind of struggling in. Uh, get Josh Allen some protection and then you know have someone Especially who's him being a young quarterback. You need that protection. Exactly, and have someone who can kind of you can kind of run that defense through, with that can be like you know sit back on that outside linebacker, the inside linebacker position, and just watch and kind of ball hawk to see where where what's going on, make the audibles, exactly. have someone to run that play through. But um, other than that, I think this was a good draft for him. They got a they got a really good running back in Zach Moss. Gabriel Davis is a stud wide receiver. I like Isaiah Hodges from Ohio State. So they got a lot of weapons too offensively. So I'd like to see this team be a little more rounded. Um, overall, I know I kind of dinged them for not having the offensive linemen or the linebackers like I wanted, but I'm going to say overall, I'm going to go ahead and give them a B plus. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I think the thing that would have put them over that top to get into that kind of A range would have if they would have drafted an offensive line. I'll say, had they just, even if it was just someone like a, even if it was a late seventh, you know, they grabbed Dane, uh, Dane Jackson in the seventh as a corner, which they needed a corner, don't get me wrong. Or maybe taking one less wide receiver, um, one of those spots, just grab an offensive lineman and just hope he develops. You know, 
Um, then again, there might not have been anyone there that they were really liking at the time, so that's understandable. But, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel. Wish they would have grabbed someone offensively for the quarterback, but, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, moving out of Carolina now, they had the um, seventh pick overall in the first round, and they picked up Derek Brown. Um, we'll just we'll go through the rest of the, uh, the draft picks here. So, second round, they picked... Eater Gross Matos, and then another pick in Jeremy Chin. Fourth round, Troy Pride Jr. Fifth round, Kenny Robinson. Sixth round, Ravion Roy. And seventh round, Stanley Thomas Oliver the third. Have you Jeff know Brown? I can already tell you right now, he's he's a big dude. He's a, I think he's, he's gonna he's gonna definitely cause disruption. Carolina went a very interesting route, and I don't know if you noticed it or not by looking at position wise, but they didn't draft a single offensive player. They're all defense. Yeah. They got two that DTs, is, is two safeties, two corners, a defensive end. It's I mean, uh, when you have a running back, that's also a wide receiver at the same time, basically. That is true. Um, you don't necessarily need a wide receiver. I mean, yeah. unless you want to get like a backup, you know. Yeah. But um, the Carolina definitely needed to focus on defense, and I think they did a very good job at that. They did. Um, Derek Brown, like you said, gonna be a stud. Uh, Penn, Penn State defensive end Uter Gross Matos. Man, I cannot say names today. Uh, he's got a high motor. The dude is like, dude's an engine. He's gonna go and he's gonna give you everything he's got every play, and I love it. Yeah. Um, he's a good uh, pass rusher too. It's another big thing. So you got two big guys, good for pass rushing and rushing, pass rushing and running the ball. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to watch this team next year because I think I think they have a lot of first game starters I think Jeremy Chin could start I think Uter Gross Motos could start I know Derek Brown's gonna start <laughs> oh yeah um I think even Troy Pride Jr. could get in there to be 100% honest with you I could see it they needed corners um but yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead and grade Carolina first because I, I have my letter in mind but I, I want to see what you say you know, I think I'm going to have to give them – I'll probably give them a B to a B-plus, I would think. Okay. I'm thinking a little bit – I feel like they could have used some sort of offense, something, you know? Yeah, some sort of, like, wide receiver or something like I, that. A wide receiver. A, a um, skill player to get the fans excited. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, Overall, I'm going to say A-minus. I think they'd had a great draft. They got really good depth. They got first game starters in my mind. Um, they really addressed their problem, and that was defense last year. Um, they got a good quarterback in the offense, in the free agency. Sorry, not offense. They got a good quarterback in the free agency, and I think that's kind of why they passed on maybe grabbing a skill player. But um, really great draft in my mind. All right, what do we got next? Next have the Chicago Bears. I'll, I'll let you... You're going to let me take this one? I'll let you take this one. Alright, I wish I had an echoey voice right now because it would be a lot of fun. Pride <laughs> so. uh, with the number 11 pick in the second round, Bears had no first round. Uh, Bears took tight end Cole Komet from Notre Dame. Uh, we had number pick number 18 in the second as well. We took Jalen Johnson, the cornerback from Utah. In the fifth round, we had a three picks. We took Travis Gibson from Tulsa, outside linebacker. Kendall Vindler, Georgia State corner, Daniel Mooney from Tunsley, wide receiver, 
uh, Arlington Hambright from Colorado offensive tackle and uh, Lachavius Simpson from Tennessee State offensive guard. Um, as a Bears fan, personally, I think we had a really good draft. Um, the only thing I would have liked to, to see us grab is maybe an offensive lineman a little bit sooner in the draft. I appreciate that we finally did grab some offensive linemen because that was one thing that I was really kind of upset we weren't grabbing because uh, there were some good guys, especially in the fifth round. I was like, hey, we should grab that guy. We should grab that guy. Like there was like four or five guys I had on a list, and I was like, hey, can we can we get them? And we pass on every single one of them. And I was like, that's not cool. Um, <laughs> but um, Cole Komet as a tight end is an absolute stud. Best tight end in the draft, easily. Um, I like the fact that he was there. I didn't actually think he was going to fall to us, but the fact that he was there had me really excited. Um, Jalen Johnson, a corner. We needed a corner. Um, I know a lot of people didn't think we did, but with Kyle Fuller being the only one there, Prince of Mukamora's getting old, Bruster Screen's not really re uh, reliable. Grabbing J Jalen Johnson, who is a ball hawk in himself, is a great pick for us. Um, outside grabbing an offensive lineman a little bit sooner, the only thing I wish we kind of would have grabbed is another safety, because, uh, not Adrian Amos, come on. Uh, what is our safety's name, not Adrian Amos. Anyway, um, our safety is a great free safety, and just let him sit in the middle of the field and just ball hawk, and he can get sideline to sideline so quickly. But we've been having him sit in that strong safety position, so I wish we kind of would have grabbed a safety. Maybe Jalen Johnson will play that uh, strong safety position so that we can get him some free safety time. But overall, I think we had a really good draft. Also, I don't know if you know this or not, but those two offensive linemen I named, Arlington Hambray and Lachavius Simpson, guess what their nicknames were in college? I know you told me. I don't remember the top of my head. Ham and Pig. So we have Ham and Pig on our offensive line now. So, I mean, that's just great on nicknames, if you just ask me. We just won on nicknames. That's great. Um, but I'm going to try and be unbiased when I say this. Personally, I'm going to go ahead and give the Bears a B plus. We filled a tight end. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, you don't need a tight end. You have, like, 14 on your roster. Well, you got to realize, eight of those guys are going to get cut before the preseason even starts. Yeah. Um, like I said, I wish we would have grabbed a safety. I mean, even in general, even you don't need to have him utilize him as like a tight, a catching tight end. You could use him as a blocking tight end because he's a big dude. He's six six, two sixty two. Oh, he's he's good at all. He's he's very well rounded. He's a good. He's got a great catching radius. That's what I love about yeah. him. Um, great catch radius. He's a quick guy. Um, I don't want to his own horn, but he's a very Gronk like player. If Gronk could block, if Gronk could block, he's very Gronk like. Big strong dude. We all know Gronk can't tackle. Yeah, no, Gronk can't tackle, but I, I don't even want to test Cole Komet on tackle. We're just gonna let some. We'll just put Cleo Mack out there and let him do that job. Um, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and give us a B plus. I think we had a great draft. Like I said, wish we would have grabbed a safety. Um, I don't really think we needed a defensive end because we got a really good defensive line as it is. Maybe one for depth, but uh, a safety. I wish we would have grabbed. I like the corner we grabbed, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'll have to agree with you there. You right. pretty much you pretty much hit it right on the head. <laughs> so. It's almost like I know this team or something, like the back of my hand. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> all right. All right, so we're moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm sure all of you are aware of who got taken number one overall. To a tongue of a lower, right? Oh, well. <laughs> what draft did I watch? <laughs> so, yeah, first round, we got Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback. 
Um, we got second round T. Higgins, Clemson wide receiver. Third round Logan Wilson, Wyoming inside linebacker. Akeem Davis Gartner in the fourth round from Appalachian State, outside linebacker. Fifth round Khalid Kareem, Notre Dame defensive end. Sixth round Akeem Adiji, Kansas offensive tackle. And then seventh round Marcus Bailey from Purdue and inside linebacker. Yeah. Joe Burrow. It's 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 such a it's it's gonna be contra- not controversial, but uh, controversial. I yeah, th- I think it's a very controversial um, pick. Controversial pick because we all know it's it it could have went either Joe Burrow, it could have went to uh. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's gonna. I think it's gonna. Ha- we won't really know necessarily the first season, first couple seasons really. I think we're after the rookie deal, season. I think is when we're gonna start seeing for sure. After okay. their after their fourth, fifth year is kind of in the league, we'll kind of get an understanding of okay. Here's uh, Joe Burrow stats. Here's Tua stats. Yeah. Which um, one should have really been the first overall pick? Oh yeah. Um, in terms of filling holes, though, I don't think any team did better than Cincinnati did. No. They, they need. They, they needed a wideout. T Higgins. They, just, they demolished everybody else. It was like, hey, we have holes we need to fill. Let's go Let's get them. What's our number one need? Quarterback. Take a quarterback first. What's our second need? A wide receiver. Get a wide receiver right after that. Then they kind of went off track, but then they got their outside linebacker, their defensive end, their offensive tackle. So they got a guy to protect him. They got yep. a guy for him to throw to, which is actually very in- interesting that LSU played Clemson in the championship finals, and now Joe Burrow will be passing to a Clemson yeah. player. So kind of ironic there if you ask me. But I think all in all, I think – I honestly think Cincinnati probably had one of the – well, not even probably. I think they had the best draft when it came to – Filling holes. Filling holes. I can, yeah, I can agree with you there. Um, that being said, though, I'm giving him just a solid A. I can't give him an I'm A+. I'm giving him a solid A, yeah. I, was at, I, just, I probably won't give him an A+, because that means you literally cannot do any better. Um, I think there was a couple better offensive tackles they probably could have taken at different times. Um, I think they grabbed Logan Wilson, an inside linebacker. That's a great pick. You're probably going to play him on the outside. That's fine. Um, Would have liked to see them grab another offensive guy. Yeah. one or two more just to help out Joe Burrow even if they don't start at least you have backups to help him out because you know exactly. one of those guys goes down and Joe Burrow gets hit four times in a game and who knows what happens after that Joe Burrow goes down with injury or something you know but uh yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll stick with a solid A too yeah so. all right everybody's favorite team is up next that's what it seems like and it's if the you... Browns <laughs> all right they have the 10th overall pick with uh, Jedrick Willie Wills Jr. from Alabama, the offensive tackle. Grant Deplee from LSU, the safety. Jordan Elliott, Missouri, defensive tackle. Jacob Phillips, LSU, inside linebacker. Harrison Bryant, Florida Athletic, tight end. Nick Harrison, Nick Harris, sorry, Washington, out of Washington, he was a center. And Devontae Peoples Jones from Michigan, wide receiver. They really wanted to protect Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I'll say they grab. I mean, I mean it, it makes sense. Yeah. <coughs> you, Baker Mayfield's going in his third season, correct? Uh, I believe he's actually in his fourth now. Is he not? Go about I, think, no, I think he's in his third. I think he's in his third season, third or fourth. He's, again, young quarterback. You need offensive tackle. It's shown time yes, and time sir. again. If you take an offensive tackle early in the draft, aka Quentin Nelson, it changes 
the atmosphere. Yeah, and Jedrick offense in general. Jedrick Wills is definitely gonna go ahead and change that atmosphere over there. He's gonna kind of he's gonna be a day one starter without a doubt in my mind. Exactly. He's a big dude. He he's not let you through. He's he's he may take Quinn Nelson's pancake master. He's a big strong dude, and uh, that's just. That's I can't. What, I can't say anything about that. I'm biased towards Quentin Nelson. I know you are, but I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and say it because you won't. Um, but just absolute monster of a man. Um, Grant Deplee from LSU safety, probably one of the better safeties if you ask me in this draft. Absolute great pick for them. Uh, man, that came out of Indy. I wonder how they got that pick. Um, grabbed a defensive tackle and Jordan Elliott. They needed somebody on that defensive line. They thought. Um, they didn't think that Miles Garrett was quite getting it done by himself, so you need someone to come in there and help out. Makes sense. Um, inside linebacker, tight end, center. Um, all in all, I think they had a really good draft. I don't know why this website says that they needed a wide receiver. Um, you have Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Don't really see you needing. True. Don't really need see you needing a wide receiver. One thing I really would have liked to see them get though, and something that I definitely think they did need was a corner. I'd say so. Because that's the corner is definitely something they needed. Um, maybe another offensive line guy. I know you got Nick Harris for the state for the center. You can always move him over to the guard spot. But um, maybe an, a guy that maybe played a little better position. But I think Nick Harris is still a solid pick from Washington in the fifth round. And uh, that's about all I got for him. I'm gonna go ahead and give him just a solid B plus. I'll give him a. I'll think I'll give him a. Yeah, I'll give him a solid B plus. Yeah, like you were saying, if they would have drafted another type of either um, corner, corner yeah. maybe some sort of maybe offensive line or something. Yeah. I mean, granted, Grant Deplee could always play that corner position for them. Yeah. He's a very quick guy. He could play the corner position for him. He's just got to learn how to guard him in more face-to-face compared to zone. Sure. But uh, I'd have, I could I could see him possibly, or maybe move whoever's at their current safety position down to the corner spot. Sure. Um, so, B-plus. All around for Cleveland. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Now we move on. How about them boys? Oh, <laughs> America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. So first round, they just they picked Ceedee Lamb, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Round two, Trayvon Diggs, cornerback from Alabama. Round three, Neville Gilmore, Oklahoma, defensive tackle from Oklahoma. Fourth round, Reggie Robinson, the second, cornerback from Tulsa. Tyler Bidas. Shut up. <laughs> Enter from Wisconsin. Bradley and Nee in the fifth. A defensive end from Utah and Ben Danuki, quarterback. Quarterback from James Madison. Yeah. Um their first so round I'm gonna say this right now. Dallas offense is gonna be kinda scary this year. Yeah. I will also say this though. I was very surprised that they took a court a wide receiver first round. I think I I was watching it. I was I remember seeing Jerry Jones like looking at his phone. He's like getting all giddy, and I'm like, they didn't take a defensive player like we all thought they were. I know. Like I we, I think everybody in the country was like, okay, they're taking defense. But it's then kind of like just the shocker of the. Yeah, that it was C.D. Lamb, but C.D. Lamb is a stud. Honestly, I think he's probably the best wide receiver in this draft. I know he's ranked number two and three on some boards. Some boards he's one. I think he's the best. Probably one of the fastest guys out there, and he's just he moves. Actually, isn't the yeah. fastest guy. I read that wrong. I that read wrong. Uh, not the fastest guy, but he's able to move so well. And so he's such a versatile player. He can get in and out of traffic really well. Great hands. He's he's a very solid 
player. And I know their offense is going to be scary, but their defense isn't as scary. Yeah, and we all know defense defense wins championships. Exactly. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. Uh, Trevon Diggs was a very good pickup, though, at the corner. I will tell them that. Trevon mm-hmm. Diggs. Um, Reggie Robinson, the third, or the second, sorry, at the, the corner out of Tulsa, not Tulsa. Um, another great corner. Uh, ben Danuki, that was a little bit of a surprise. Maybe they're trying to do another uh, quarterback. Yeah, maybe they're trying to do another Dak Prescott over here. I mean, it wasn't a hundred percent a surprise because you know Dak's still on his kind of science franchise tag and everything like that. So it wasn't a hundred percent a surprise, but maybe they're trying to pull another Dak out of the hat. You know, um, it's a possibility or just kind of bring him in to kind of yeah. Another reason I'll take get him up to the next level and stuff. So. Another reason I could say this that Dallas um, grabbed C.D. Lamb so the Eagles wouldn't. Yeah, that's that. That definitely they they were playing like strategic games. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to. Yeah, that's what the NFL is about sometimes. So I think honestly, overall, I'm gonna have to give them either probably to a minus to an A. Really, I'm going. Yeah. Almost the exact. I'm gonna a minus. I'm going almost the exact opposite. I'm saying C. You think so? I think C because they they really needed to address that corner. They lost that uh. They really needed to address the defense side. And I know they did that with all the rest of their picks, grabbing Trevon Diggs and uh, Neville Gilmore and Brindy and A. But you lost your best sacker. The best, the guy who had the most sacks on your team for the past three years, you lost him to Chicago. You lost your best corner in Byron Jones. And Trevon Diggs, don't get me wrong, he's going to be day one starter, but he's not going to be day one starter number one. He's going to be a number two starter. Yeah. And I know when I was watching, there was a lot of good defensive players on the board that they probably should have taken over CeeDee Lamb. I understand you wanted another wide receiver because you wanted more flashy, fun stuff to watch. But there was a there was a very good pass rusher. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but there was your pass rusher that was going to replace him. You had Trevon Diggs. Had they taken a pass rusher, I definitely think I'd give them an A-. minus. But the fact that they went offense when they really shouldn't have, they should have focused more on the defensive side, really knocks them for me. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I can could, I could see what you mean by that. Yeah. I do. I, I agree. They're going to be scary on offense, but I do think that overall. All right. Moving on to Denver. They had a lot of picks. They had a pretty decent they amount. They had a amount of picks. They had, let's see, seven, eight, nine, nine picks? Ten picks. Ten picks. Um, their first round pick was pick number 15 at Jerry Judy, great wide receiver out of Alabama. And then they got JK, KJ Hammer from Penn State, the wide out. And then Michelle Oja, oh, I'm not going to be able to say that. You want to try it? Ojemwada. Sure. The corner out of Iowa, Lloyd Cushenberry, the third from LSU, a center. McTelvin Agum, Arkansas, Detroit. <laughs> Dude. Denver has a thing with weird names. Because <laughs> I will say this. I talked about this guy in our last podcast. Albert Aquang. Albert O from Missouri, the tight end. <laughs> uh, Justin Strand from Wake Forest, outside linebacker. Nelton Multi, Fresno State offensive guard. Tyree Cleveland from Florida, wide receiver. And Derek Tuzuka. There's a Z in that name. Tezuka from North Dakota State, outside linebacker. Uh, you can tell we're professional, can't you? <laughs> we really know what we're doing over here. Um, Jerry Judy, great pick. I loved him as a wide receiver at Alabama. He did great things with Tua. I think he's going to continue doing great things in Denver. 
Um, they went double heavy on wide receivers, which I really liked. Yeah. Um, they really needed them. Um, Albert Okuba, great receiving tight ends, in my opinion. I think he's going to be really good. Big dude, 6'6", 258. Oh, you yeah. Know, he's fast. He's big. He's got length. He's got big hands. You know, he can he can line up in a wideout spot, if you really ask me. He's not the best route runner, but great player all the way around. Um, I think this is a very solid draft for Denver, honestly. Um, would have liked them to see a couple more offensive line. Yeah. I say offensive line, defensive line. Focus on that a little more. Um, obviously, the guys they drafted could always be moved. I'm not. I'm gonna stop saying that now because I've been said it like four times already. But uh, so that's just kind of how I feel. I'm gonna give them a B plus. You know, I was, thinking, I was thinking the same thing. It seems like B plus is kind of like our average, so maybe B plus should actually be C on our boards. <laughs> <laughs> Giving out a lot of B pluses out here. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I feel about them. I think they had a good draft, but. You know, offensive line, defensive line could always be improved. So, moving on to the Detroit Lions now. And their first round pick, the number three overall, was Jeff Okuda, cornerback from Ohio State. Second round was DeAndre Swift, running back from Georgia. Third round, Julian Okawara, outside linebacker from Notre Dame. Another third round, Jonah Jackson, offensive guard from Ohio State. Fourth round, Logan Stenberg, offensive guard from Kentucky. Quintez Cephas, wide receiver from Wisconsin. Oh my god, they have a lot of draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fifth round, running back from New Mexico State. John Panessi, defensive tackle of Utah, sixth round, and the seventh round, Josh Jayshon Cornell, defensive end from Ohio State. I'm going to say this, and I'm a Bears fan. I hate saying this. Detroit had a really good draft. They did. I they, think they had a really good draft. They replaced J- Darius Slay with Jeff Okadua. DeAndre Swift out of Georgia is one of the better running backs, and probably the best running back in the draft, in my opinion. Uh, Julian Okwardu, that's that linebacker from Notre Dame, good guy. They got a lot of offense, another weapon for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. A backup running back. They addressed the defensive line. Detroit had a great draft. They had a very good draft. They, they uh, filled a lot of holes that they needed to. Yeah. It's it's. A lot of people tell them they need to draft a quarterback. They are married to Staff- Matthew Stafford until that man retires. They're not drafting a quarterback. I've been saying it since day one. They will not yeah. draft a quarterback. They are married to him. They're stuck with him. So, get over it. Um. Again, I'm gonna have to go unbiased. I'm giving Detroit an A. I think I'm they gonna, had. A, I'm gonna have to give them an A. They, they, they didn't go full. Um, like they didn't go full. They didn't go too much on offense. They needed too much on defense. They kind of evenly spread it apart, addressed their issues that they needed. Got really good mm-hmm. draft picks. I think they're gonna be. They're gonna be an interesting team to watch. I'll just say that. I'll I'll leave it at that. Sorry about that. What were we saying? <laughs> I had a phone call I had to take. Uh, I was saying, yeah, um, they they addressed a lot of the issues that they needed to. Um, 
didn't spend too much on offense, not too much on defense. Mm. They hit, hit the nail on the head with a, a lot of their picks, so they're going to be an interesting team to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're still Detroit, so they're still going to choke it, but don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, did you give a letter grade? Yeah, I said A. Okay. I want to take Green Bay. Go right ahead. All right. Green Bay Packers, y'all get to hear it one more time. With the first round pick, the 26th overall pick, they drafted quarterback Jordan Love. Quarterback Jordan, sorry, I had to do it. To, I had to do it to you, Packer fans. <laughs> uh, second round pick, they grabbed AJ Dillon from Boston College for running back Joshua Degura from Cincinnati, Tennessee. Kamali Martin from Minnesota, inside linebacker John Runyon from Michigan, offensive guard Jake Hansen, Oregon center Simpson Stanpike from Indiana, offensive tackle Vernon Scott, TCU for safety, and Jonathan Garvin, Miami defensive end. I'm going to say it. Jordan Love. Well, not just that. Probably the worst draft by any team this year. I There might be like one or two other teams that I put possibly behind it, but overall, I would agree with you. Yeah. You needed a wide out. You needed weapons for Aaron Rodgers. And what did you get? His replacement. He's been, he's been asking for weapons for years now. They're like, I'm not, I know you're a Bears fan. I know you're going to hate hearing this, mm. but they're, they're on the verge. They're this oh, they're, close, they're close to making it to the Super Bowl. They need weapons. They needed something. They didn't need a quarterback first round. I'll tell you that much right now. No, there was plenty of wide receivers they could have drafted. And they moved up, too. I think that's the crazy part. They moved up. Had they stayed like, where they I think were. Five spots or something like that. Yeah. Had they stayed where they were, first off, no one was looking at Jordan Love besides the Colts, who were in the second round. Exactly. So, had they stayed where they were, they would have got Jordan Love where they were. So, I think it's. In my opinion, my unprofessional opinion at this point, <laughs> I think it's great that the team that's had great drafts for the past how many years had an awful draft, and instead of getting their probably one of the, probably one of the best players in the league, instead of getting him weapons to throw the ball to, you drafted his replacements. It's bittersweet. Now, now, now. It, yes, it is bittersweet. <laughs> but it potentially could give Aaron Rodgers that sense of competition. Whether it's saying, "Hey, if I don't do my job good and consistently, I'm about to get benched for this rookie." But here's the thing: Aaron Rodgers now want a double-bladed sword because <laughs> now he has to do a lot with a little. Still, still has to do a lot with a little. Um. So, I guess it's time. Is it time to grade them? We can't spend too much time on. We're at the we're at the 46 minute mark, and we're only at Green Bay. We yeah. still got like half the league. We got over half. We might have to make this a two part episode. We may have to Wednesday. We may have to be, do the last half of the league. Because I have to go here in about 15 minutes. Because last dance. We'll get to we'll get we'll do Kansas City's draft, and then we're gonna we'll save uh, the Kansas Chargers. City. Chargers through Washington for. Oh, okay, I see, I see what you mean. All right, so overall, to be the only one I probably say this for, and I can't wait to say it, D minus. D minus? I, I only give it a D minus because they did fill some defensive holes. They filled some offensive line holes. They got a tight end, which they needed. They got a pretty solid running back in A.J. Dillon. But the fact that they took a quarterback first round didn't take, didn't take a weapon for Aaron Rodgers. Shoot yourself in the foot, D minus. 
borderline F, 52%. You honestly, I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> you, you hit it so perfect. See, this is, this, is why we, this is why it's hard to do a podcast with this guy. I don't know if you guys realize this, but we have no, such no. similar opinions all the time that, like, most you listen to most podcasts and it's like oh two completely different opinions us it's like now we're the same person <laughs> all right so we now we are moving on to the Houston Texans yes not a lot of draft picks they five had five five draft picks yeah only five i'm going to put that into perspective they could have had six probably It'll... a solid at least <laughs> I'm saying at least probably like seven or eight. And two of them could be. Why. It could be the first round what this it, year, or next what year. It, who who decided to get a? Who decided to trade for their best wide receiver away? I believe that was uh, oh, yeah. Bill O'Brien, right? Oh yeah, their <laughs> new head coach GM combo. Bill yeah, O'Brien. He's doing great over there. So anyway, second round. <laughs> Ross Blacklock, TCU defensive tackle. Third round, Jonathan Greer, outside linebacker from Florida. Charlie Heck, fourth rounder, offensive tackle from North Carolina. John Reed, they're another fourth rounder, cornerback from Penn State. And Isaiah Cowtler, wide receiver from Rhode Island. I will say this. With what they had, they filled holes pretty well. With what they had. Yeah. You have to take off the fact of what they could have had. That you got to completely erase. But with what they had, they did a really good job at filling holes. They got a defensive tackle they needed. They got a linebacker that could be a pass rusher. They got some protection. They got a pretty solid corner. They got a weapon to quote unquote replace DeAndre Hopkins because you know you can't replace him. But um, I think with what they had, they did a pretty decent job, in my opinion. I and think I'm gonna. I'll probably put unbiased. Grade, unbiased grade. I'm gonna probably have to give them. I'm gonna have to give him a, a probably like a C or a C plus. Okay, I was thinking C as well, just cause like obviously they could have done better. Um, there were some positions available at the time, but with what they had, I think they did a really, they did an alright job. They plugged they did holes. What they, they did what they could, you know. Yep. Could have got a hell, like a hell of a lot more draft picks because of you know a yeah. certain wide receiver, but I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah. We already know, we already said his name a lot, but Easy. you know. We'll move on. All right. Let's see so, what happens. So that man, Houston was short and sweet. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and take this next one if that's okay with you. Nah, <laughs> sideline real quick. So we got the Indianapolis Colts. My my pride and true joy, my bread and butter, the only beauty, beautiful. Ooh. So we have second round. Tell your fiance that. Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver from USC. We had Jonathan Taylor, running back from Wisconsin. Third round, Julian Blackman, safety from Utah. Jacob Eason, quarterback from Washington. Danny Pinter, offensive guard from Ball State. Robert Windsor, defensive tackle from Penn State. Isaiah Rogers, cornerback from UMass. Desmond Patman, wide receiver from Washington State. Jordan Glasgow, inside linebacker from Michigan. And that is it. That's it, huh? That is it, yes. You only had four picks in the sixth round. Only four, that's it. Only four. We kept trading back, man. Anyways, Michael Pittman Jr. is a very, very good there's very interesting draft pick. Mm-hmm. He is a he's a big dude. He has hands like I uh, like Feet? no other. Oh. He missed I think it was only like 2% of all of his catches in college. In his entire college career, missed 2% of his catches. Yeah, that's The dude's not going to drop a ball. Mm-mm. I mean, he might. No. He'll he'll drop 2% of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 2% of 
like that's you're not gonna find better hands. DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, I was gonna say he's kind of <laughs> DeAndre, Hop, DeAndre Hopkins in a way. If he doesn't miss the ball, he will catch it. Um, we finally got another. We have a big wide receiver. He's six four, two twenty three. Now a lot of our receivers, they aren't that big of a people. Big the of a people. The thing that I'm most excited for is to have him line up against T Y. Like have him line up with T Y Hilton. Because mm. knowing that either T Y Hilton's going to be double teamed or Michael Pittman's going to be double teamed means one of the others going to be left wide open and they're one of them are going to take it to the house. It's mm. it's as simple as that. Mm. Moving on to Jonathan Taylor. Running back from Wisconsin. My God, he is going to be a monster this year. I'm telling you that right now. Especially with the combo of Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor behind that offensive line, dude. It's a good one, They're going to feast. They are going to feast. Almost, It was back-to-back-to-back almost 2,000 yards in college. That's crazy. That's over 6,000 yards in college. And he's just he's going to be able to get past everybody and he's i've watched so much tape on him dude he makes people miss so much and he will just devour behind our line not only that he can have him with marlon mack one two punch dude it's gonna gonna be interesting yeah so i'm gonna move on to jacob eason now i'm happy we got a quarterback you know especially kind of in the the place we're at um our head coach frank reich he he's a genius when it comes to quarterback not only that, we have veteran quarterback um, Philip Rivers now. He's going to be able to learn a lot. Hopefully, not about picks. <laughs> uh, that's a bad thing. I keep teasing He's you about that. He's going to learn a lot behind Philip Rivers. I'm going to tell you that right now. He he'll play when he, in preseason. You know, he'll kind of get his first little bit, but he probably more than likely won't end up seeing any action this year as a starter. Yeah, um, probably not this year. Maybe next year. I think. I'm thinking, depending on how Philip Rivers does, if he has, if Philip Rivers has a phenomenal year, I'm, I'm, I could see the Colts possibly signing him again, or you know, just saying bye bye, have fun, and Jake Beeson, you're taking the reins. Um, Jake, he's a big dude. He's six six two thirty one, so he can get above those um, pesky hands. Defensive, yeah, he can get above those pesky hands, and he can, he can get up there. So. Yeah. All right, what's Overall, your grade? Unbiased. I'm unbiased. I'm honestly gonna have to give them an A, A minus two, A mi- A minus. I think. All right. You're you're definitely in the right ballpark. Cause I was thinking A minus as well. So you're not thinking too ludicrous, but they did a no. very good job. They did a very good job with addressing what they needed. Yeah. Um, Would have liked to see him take a tight end. Cause you guys really don't have one. I know you keep saying Eric Ebron. We have we Eric Ebron's on our team, bro. That's right. He was on that last year. Uh, Who you got now? Uh, got Jack Doyle and then um. Jack Doyle's your number one guy. You definitely need to use that end. Jack Moving Doyle's on, defensive one. end, I would have liked to see you guys grab too. But other than that, you guys did a pretty good job. Yeah, we addressed a lot of the offensive needed. We needed weapons. We got three of them on the mm-hmm. offense. So. Yeah. All right, Jacksonville, if you want to take this guy, I got to sneeze real fast. <laughs> All right. So Jacksonville Jaguars, number one overall pick. They got C.J. Henderson, mm-hmm. cornerback from Florida. Mm-hmm. And then Kalevon Chason, all-side linebacker from LSU, second round. Davisca Chanel Jr., wide receiver from Colorado. Third round, Davon Hamilton, defense tackle from Ohio State. Fourth round, Ben Barch, offensive tackle from St. John's. And they got three fourth rounds here. So, Josiah Sott, um, cornerback from Michigan State. Shaquille Quarterman, inside linebacker from Miami. Fifth round, Daniel Thomas, safety from Auburn. Colin Johnson, wide receiver from Texas. Sixth round, Jake Ludden, corner, quarterback from Oregon State. 
Uh, Tyler Davis, tight end from Georgia Tech. And seventh round, Chris Claybrooks, cornerback from Memphis. All right, we're going to have to speed around these last two because we're at that 55-minute mark. So, speed run, let's go. Jacksonville, great corner, great outside linebacker. Really addressed their defense really early on, did a really good job at it. New weapon for Gardner Minshew. You know, offensive line help for him. Literally, they just grabbed a, it was a mosh pot of everything. Everything and anything they, you they, think. They got a mosh pot of everything. They had a mess. They had a lot of picks. They it had, was two, four, six, eight. They had 12 draft picks. Ah, they had like, well, they had a lot of draft picks. I see. They, they had probably one of the most. And but uh, I know it's saying because I'm, they're in my, they're in the Colts division, so I, I'm, it's kind of hard to be not biased. But I can't. They did a very good job of address, addressing what they needed. Mm. Um, the quarterback. It's an interesting one. Well, they needed a backup because they, they just traded Gardner away. Minshew. They need a backup. They just traded away uh, Nick Foles. That Jeez. is true, but it makes me also wonder, do you think this is going to be a quarterback uh, Oh, of course it's going to be. battle in Jacksonville now? Of course it will be. You always, need, you always need to have competition on your quarterback to make sure he's yeah. at elite potential. Same as Aaron Rodgers, but it's the same thing. We have Aaron Rodgers. You don't draft a quarterback first round. Moving on. Um, I'm going to say Salade. Yeah, I think they're... I'm going to have to give him a Salade. They... they addressed a lot of their needs yeah. they got a lot of really good picks they had two first rounds just alone with that and they got two really good yeah first players yeah so all right and now your super bowl champions the kansas city chiefs with four minutes left on the clock we have clyde edwards Hiller, helline her hellering clyde edwards from lsu the running back uh willie gay jr from mississippi state inside linebacker lucas knight Nyan Nyan from TCU, offensive tackle, Legarius Sneed, uh, Louisiana Tech safety, Mike Donna, Michigan, defensive end, and the Curious Keys, uh, Tolanay, cornerback. Clyde Edwards is a stud running back. Um, yes. He's not but. the stud. Don't, don't get your panties in a twist, but he's a stud. Um, and it seems like whatever... Uh, Come on, quarterback. Patrick Mahomes wanted first round is what they were going to take. Patrick Mahomes said, I want a running back who can catch the ball and move quickly. Clyde Edwards, there it is. Done. Um, inside linebacker, decent pick. I don't really think they needed one. Uh, Lucas Nying, offensive tackle, always can help with offensive stuff. Uh, LeJay Sneed, a safety. Again, you have Tyron Matthew. I really don't think you needed one. Mike Donna, Michigan defensive end. You guys needed a good pass. Needed to buff up that pass rushing a little bit. And then the a corner from Tone. Again, definitely something they definitely needed was that corner position. Um, maybe you have Lejarius Steve play corner if you have to. But all in all, I think they had an okay draft. They had an okay draft. I think I'm going to have to give them probably between a B minus and a D. I was, I was thinking B. Solid B. Nothing too Only because I think they reached a little bit. For Clyde? For Clyde Edwards. I would have rather... Have the only defense games. I can give Clyde Edwards is the fact that their next pick was the 31st pick of the second round. So they would have Doesn't had to... I mean they could have traded up, though. Could have. Could have, should have, would have. But at the same time, you know, why didn't, why didn't the Colts trade up for Joe Burrow? <laughs> make the same comment. I mean, yeah, treat the same sense. comment all day, every day. But I think with what was there at the time and the fact that they know that Clyde Edwards wasn't gonna fall, I think it was a decent pick. I think it was a really good pick for him. Like yeah. I said, a quarter, a running back who can catch the ball, you know, and he can run. He moves pretty quick. He knows how to get low and block. You know, 
I think this is going to be Kansas City is going to be very interesting to watch again next year, along with uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Bolts can be interesting. I'm telling you this right now, we're not going to have a repeat of Super Bowl champion. We're not even so? going to have a re- we're not going to have a repeat of who was in the Super Bowl. Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, possibly from NFC, possibly. Be the 49ers possibly in the NFC, possibly not. I don't know. The Bears but, looking strong this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying this right now. We're gonna. I think we're seeing new faces in the Super Bowl this year. Which I'm 100 percent fine with. I'm glad that that's starting to happen. Especially New England. Tampa Bay. Um. Bye bye. Yeah, exactly. I think Baltimore is gonna end up going. Personally, I don't think they'll win it, but I think Baltimore is gonna go. Anyway, my grade. I'm gonna say B. That's where I'm sticking with them. Yeah. All right. Well, that has reached Kansas City. So we're at exactly at a one. one. I'll say we're at exactly at one hour mark. But I have to go. And so we will be back Wednesday. I'll be uploading this tonight, Sunday night. We will be back Wednesday with part two, where we'll be going uh, over the draft picks of the Chargers, the Rams, Vegas, Miami, Minnesota, New England, New Orleans, the Giants, the Jets, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Seattle, San Fran, Tampa Bay, Tennessee Titans, and the Washington Redskins. So we will see you guys there. Make sure to like, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you, first off, for listening. We really appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to us. Second off, make sure do all the likes and subscribes and follow us anywhere. If you guys ever want an update on what is going on, follow us on Twitter. That's where everything goes is Twitter. Uh, we do have an Instagram. We do not have Facebook. We are on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, all of them. Um, and we have a special announcement, actually. We, we are actually now on iHeartRadio. Are we really? We are on iHeartRadio. We're on iHeartRadio. I didn't even check our emails to look at that, but we are on iHeartRadio. We're also on Spotify, so give us a follow anywhere, everywhere. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your grandma, tell anyone who cares to listen, all right? Because we like talking sports. We want to be able to talk to you guys about sports. Um, Next Sunday, we hope to have the live thing up. Um, We were planning on doing it tonight, but it just completely pooped on us, so it just wasn't going to work. So hopefully next Sunday we'll have a live where we'll be talking about the first team in our 32-day countdown. And you guys can talk and interact with us, and we will see you guys there. Anything else to add? Nope, that's it. That's All right. It. Adios, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Have a good one.